You're listening to the Sovereign Society Podcast, a spiritual lifestyle sanctuary empowering you to honor the journey, trust the process, and radiate your radness. I'm your soul guide, Sabrina Riccio, kundalini yoga teacher, spiritual mentor, and modern medicine woman who's on a mission to anchor in heaven on earth in this golden era. Join me every week where I gather some of my favorite spiritual leaders, goddesspreneurs, and changemakers for some authentic conversations about all things spirituality, wellness, what it takes to build your empire, and so much more. Over the years, after my deep kundalini awakening and a series of events like being struck by lightning, it's been loud and clear that part of my divine purpose here is to share with you the tools and the guidance that supported me along the way. My mission here is to empower you to navigate through these changing times with ease and grace as you go forth and align to your soul's destiny while staying true and real along the way. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sovereign Society podcast and get ready because we're about to go in deep and come out the other side stronger than ever before. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm beyond thrilled to have you here with me. I'm your spirit guide, Sabrina Riccio, and today's episode is a pretty great one. I mean, when I get my kundalini yogis on with me, it's just uh, all the new paradigm. And that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to really live and thrive in this golden era and in this new earth that we are creating together. So today I have Brittany Reed here and we go deep. We're talking about the evolution of a soulful business from the inside out. And so if you don't know who Brittany is, she's a soulful online business mentor and a ceremony facilitator who helps entrepreneurs really find ease and grace in their business by using and implementing intuitive strategy and mindset work. She gets what's up. (laughs) She's all about cutting out the complicated and the hustle and tapping her clients into the energy where we are all aligned with passion and alignment by using these practical tools to really achieve massive results in less time because there's a huge wave of entrepreneurs that are really understanding that we have this opportunity to work smarter instead of harder. So she's really here on a mission to help women elevate their income and their business one cycle at a time and definitely felt that with this episode. Like I said, she's a kundalini yogi, so she knows what's up. And we're all coming up to the surface right now. You're seeing more and more women blending in kundalini yoga with their business to really transmute their trauma and to really transmute the de- the density of our energetic auric field. And so this is how we allow ourselves to really share our medicine, radiate our radness by embodying the light we wish to see in the world. So... This was a really great episode because we also talked about cacao and there's more and more people that are really implementing cacao into their work, into their daily lives because it is such a powerful heart opener, right? So cacao is the purest form of chocolate and it's been used for ages and to see more and more people, I know for me too, it's just a massive heart opening And so this is how we're able to really live in that space of mercy and compassion to make great change in the world. And so we're understanding that for us to really shake shit up here, we have to make sure that our health is at optimal levels, especially if you're a conscious entrepreneur, because we feel everything, right? So our energy is constantly at play here. And if you're ignoring what your body is telling you, you're setting yourself up for disaster. It's just a give and take right there. 
So we're talking a lot about the gut here. And as someone like myself who's been working through gut health forever, this is something that I'm really passionate to continue to educate myself more and to educate others more because your gut is the foundation of your solistic experience, right? Like this is your third chakra as we've known it. And that is your space of empowerment. And so with what I teach, you know, that's a lot of between the stuff that you work through between the ages of 16 and 22. So I know for me, I work a lot with clients on diving in deep to those experiences to say like, hey, where is their trauma? Where is their pain still suppressed? Where is their anger and resentment still held on to? And so we talked a lot about the gut um, using adaptogens and to just really figure out and share with you all how we can begin to reduce stress and overturn burnout so that we can allow ourselves to increase this human potential. So we talked about that. We talked about how Kundalini can really elevate your business, your energetic capacity, and the strength in all areas of your life. Why implementing spiritual tools can really help you cultivate a healthy work-life balance and why wealth starts with your health. I think this was the biggest thing that we all understand. This is a holistic relationship, right? Everything is interconnected. So without one, we can't have them all. We also talked about cultivating more time and freedom and the power of simplicity. And what was also awesome was talking about the importance of syncing and honoring your cycle, which I feel like more and more people are really talking about and sharing more education about. So then we also talked about the rise of feminine leadership as women begin to speak with conviction. Fuck yeah, this is our time, babes. And we also talked about shifting our relationship with money to bring in more opportunity And something that I've been seeing a lot too that women are really experiencing is that they get pregnant and then the baby just is, is becomes an angel baby. And so we talked about Brittany's recent angel baby journey and her experience and what it means when you really begin to walk your truth. So I always get excited when I have another Kundalini Yogi on this podcast because they fucking get it. This is not going anywhere. Kundalini Yoga is continuously uprising and we're living in this time where we can really discover that when we activate our life force, how much we can really change the world. And so this is the time where we're really anchoring in the new paradigm, the golden era, the Aquarian age, where we can see each other as an, it's a community effort, right? It's not about competition. It's about cooperation and how there is no more room for competition because we are here to come together to awaken the masses together to activate their legacy and share their medicine with the world. So this episode was really great. I really hope you enjoy it all. Let us know what you think. You can follow us on Instagram at Brittany C. Reed or at Sabrina Riccio or at Sovereign Society Podcast. Let us know what's going on. And if you love this episode, always remember your reviews really help on iTunes. So I'm really excited to be sharing with you this new chapter, chapter 69, the evolution of soul business from the inside out with Brittany Reed. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm so excited because I have Brittany Reed here and it's not often I get to have other Kundalini yogis on with me. So it was like before we start, I was like, okay, let's tune in. And I didn't have to like explain anything. She was there with me. <laughs> and it's really fascinating because, you know, and she does a lot with business mentoring and business coaching and I know for me, with a lot of my girlfriends and soul family that are Kundalini yogis, they're really understanding the importance of bringing in 
this kundalini energy into our businesses and how it's really here to sustain us and to continuously clear through what's been stopping us mm-hmm. and to activate our, our life force, our kundalini life force to show up fully, to radiate our radness, our satnam. So first of all, thank you so much for being here, Brittany, and having this conversation with me. And I would love to hear diving in what called you to the path of kundalini yoga and how have um, you seen that like, weaving into your work and your business and your dharma i just got chills up my spine oh (laughs) yeah um i i actually opened up um bks ingar's book light on life when i was 14 um so that's over 12 years ago and i from that moment on i had been journeying through different lineages um, practicing with Ashtanga and going into Jiva Mukti and Dharma Mitra and the practice of Yin. And I just always allowed what felt the most curious within my, my body to just move through. But I had never um, felt devoted or um, truly um, synced with a lineage. Um, although I love all of those lineages and they've taught me so much. Um, but it led me to this, uh, this, the path had led me to Vancouver and I was living in Vancouver. Um, I began to be a karma student at a yoga studio and the class that I was taking care of was Kundalini with um, Gloria Lamrith from uh, Semper Viva out in Vancouver. And I took the class and it just, first I was going, what just happened? (laughs) I'm like, what just happened? What did we just do? Why am I so sore? Like the day after. Um, And there's something here. Um, I liked that it had intensity. I liked that it was quick. I liked that there was devotion. There's all of these pieces that were coming together that I had miss, been missing on within the other lineages that I had journeyed through. And it wasn't until actually I moved back to Saskatchewan where I am today. And I went on a personal journey out to um, Alberta where Guru Jagat was coming to bloom And I just knew I had to go and I met her and I had her book and it just kind of unraveled from there. Um, And I've never felt so in sync with myself. Um, So understanding of what I, where I get stuck in my own way. Um, And also that my life tends to get all chaotic when I'm not in practice. And I didn't really see that, so uh, so visually um, within my own life until I had quite a few quite a few shadow moments here being back where uh, I was birthed into this earth plane um, and it kind of just became it just became who I was like I didn't even I, I mean if there's no kundalini classes here like there's no there's people that practice kundalini in the community and it and we're trying to like pull it together um more and more but i was practicing online um and uh, a lot of people would ask me why i wear white so much <laughs> but 
Yeah. I'm wearing beige today. <laughs> oh, that's fancy. I wear green. Yeah. I'm like working yeah. on full heart chakra. Full heart, yeah. So yeah. that's where it led me. Um, and it just, it, it just unraveled and there was no, um, there was no like, I'm going to do this, you know, like there, or I'm going to try this. It was just this beautiful unraveling and blossoming flower, um, within me and it, and it came deeply into my life with, um, the plant medicine of cacao as well. Um, so both of those came in full force. Yeah. So how are you seeing the Kundalini and the cacao helping you or guiding you with business and bringing in more of your, your Satnam, your Dharma, your authenticity, your truth? How is that mm. opening up that portal? Oh, it opens every, when I'm not, um, life can throw curveballs and life can do these, these things. And it comes down to my practice being the most important. And that when I'm within my practice, there is no need to, to try to do anything. It just happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's a depth of trust that has come just from into my business through my practice and all um, the more I actually practice, the more my business grows. Um, I feel like it's the Kundalini is the business strategy of our energy body. Um, and as we develop and strengthen our aura and cleanse out our aura and get rid of the debris that's kind of hidden away in these nooks and crannies within our our system, in our in not only our physical body but um, our energy body, it helps to really be clear and bring forth to people um, or the products or services or courses. Um, It really is like a creative channel, but it also shows me where um, I'm causing a little bit of overcomplication potentially in the masculine structures of business and the systems and that. Um, So, and working with cacao, um, that has given me the opportunity to see aspects of myself and aspects of my business um, that I don't, that I would never see if I didn't stop and become still. With cacao, it's sitting and being so intimate with yourself of sipping and being so present with yourself. Um, And then I feel like Kundalini is the gym in my life. Like I feel when I need to go and like, really get that intense energy moving. It's like going, like just going to practice. Um, and then other times it's fighting it as well because things come up and, and sometimes it needs a lot more shaking, but it comes with fear as well to work with. But the, the plant medicine and Kundalini has been the reason why my business is where it is. Um, and some people don't understand that um, because they think it's some sort of strategy Um, but I'm like, no, it's this kind of work that has elevated my business and elevated my life to give me the strength and the resilience of facing the challenges that come. Um, and also to really blast out what's truly possible, like to truly feel the depth of what's possible. I feel like that's what, um, Kundalini the amount of strength that you realize that you have um, 
when you're in practice is just, you can do that within business. Yeah. And you said that perfectly. I know um, I had one of my girlfriends on the podcast before Brianna Rose, and she's very big mm-hmm. with Kundalini and business as well. And um, my sister, Chalice Grove, Krista Ryerson, who is also yeah. in Canada. Uh, she's also does a lot of Kundalini business and mm-hmm. working with the archetypes. And she was on the podcast too. And Myra with Bloom, it's very fascinating to see. And I share all this because and in Kundalini Yoga, we talk about the golden thread, right? And this mm-hmm. is like the golden chain that is connecting us to each other. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, through my experience since becoming a Kundalini Yoga teacher four years ago, and just trusting, like signing up for teacher training without ever taking a class, but knowing that this was the yoga that I needed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really fascinating to see how more and more people are having that deeper sense of awareness and are also being called to dabble into Kundalini more. And it's interesting because like Bloom's one of the few, but a lot of other places and yoga festivals, for instance, they don't really implement a lot of Kundalini yoga. They don't really share a lot of it. And, no. you know, I live in a small town where there's uh, myself and one of my girlfriends out here. We're like the only two Kundalini yogis, like teachers out here. And that is a trip to me as well, you know. And I feel mm-hmm. like we're tapping into something that. All the other yogas, as you said, are so powerful. Like I started my path with Hatha, Vinyasa, Mm -hmm. all of that. Um, But there's nothing that's done it quite like Kundalini. Like I, you know, a lot of the breath work, I'm like breath work certified and all these things. But to me, it's just been the life force that comes out of me when Mm -hmm. I'm in a Kriya. And I know even yesterday I was having a really challenging day. I practiced three times yesterday. You know, like morning sauna in the middle of the afternoon. I did this 11 minute Kriya I've never done before. And I was, my arms were like sore. That was yeah, yeah. the arms. Yeah. The arms. Yeah. You know, everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God, your arms. It's so painful. It's like, yeah, because your arms are an extension of your heart. Like, this is why we need to, we're doing all these crazy poses and mm-hmm. everything. And so I just feel so privileged and so grateful that I get to continue to share more voices about the power of this practice and because mm-hmm. it's a technology truly and yeah. I, I feel like Yogi Bhajan he was really ahead of the time to understand like this is what we would be needing in the Aquarian age what I like to call the golden era like this is mm-hmm. what we would be needing yeah and I love that um it's so it's so accessible and it, it's hard it's not easy work you know mm-hmm. flailing your arms around in these certain motions that we do there's a reason why there's you know pain and discomfort that comes up but it's so nice that the way this technology came through him was in these quick kriyas that you can do so that manageable and they're manageable it's not like going and you know, doing a specific sauna every single day for X amount of time and how rigid that becomes. And then you just become habitual with it. And it's, there's no, um, that's, that's what at least I felt for a long time until I went to Kundalini because of the 
the practices and they're always bringing certain things up. But if for whatever reason, I need a little moment in the middle of the day, just like you were mentioning, um, it's so accessible to just drop down, tune in and, and shift a few things and then come back in a, a quick manner. Um, and that's why I feel as though it's going to become more and more aware for people um, because it's so accessible for the everyday person as well. It's not like we're saying, okay, you have to do this 45 minute meditation every single day for someone that like can't even conceptualize like stopping to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I see the power of Kundalini into business. Cause there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, um, they're allowing their business to run them rather than them run their business and allowing their system to run their business and not like stopping everything, their self-care and their health um, and really building out a strong, cause like our business is technically ourself, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, that's, I it call is it ourselves. A relationship. It's like, there's no separation between you, your business, your relationships, your mm-hmm. health, like, they are all interwoven. Like that's yeah. what creates you, your soul. Like they're all parts of you. And mm-hmm. I think that's a huge part of what people are also understanding too, because there is that rise of entrepreneurship. There is that rise of people following their hearts, getting out of the nine to five, doing what lights them up and understanding that you can use this technology to activate your energy where you won't even have to work as long. Yeah. 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 Hmm. It's that's so something that is like the biggest thing is like that's part of like my practice and understanding is like if I'm waking up early and I have that habit to commit to myself by first honoring my worth of like filling up my cup before I be of service you know yeah and seeing how that kind of flows through mm-hmm. so yeah fascinating time to be a businesswoman. (laughs) It is. It is. And it's like, we have all of these tools that we can access to assist us through this journey and to be that, that best friend to us that we can, you know, walk with, um, these tools that we can walk with to create more ease and to create more flow within our life rather than just literally like hitting a brick wall every time we try to go and do something um, it, we have all of these tools and I think that's why so many people are waking up because there's so much imbalance and there's so many people walking a path of destruction because they, they've just allowed their business to become the, the driving force in that, like they don't really have a life. Mm-hmm. I was speaking with a client this morning and, and I said, well, if you desire time freedom and that's why you're building all of this why does taking a half of day a one half of a day off entirely why does that frighten you so much why is there so much fear why if you're building that like if you're building four time freedom but you can't even take half of you have to take the action now it's and that's like you got it a lot of people think it's like once i get there then i can yeah. but it's it's that's the muscle now mhm mm-hmm. And so there is this awakening of how am I eating affects my business, how my, fee- my eating affects my mental health and, and the way I move through and, and that if I eat better, you know, I can think better, I can think clearly, which means that I'll problem solve quick, 
quickly and I can see, you know, all those things. And then within Kundalini, it's like, that's well, okay. So you're eating for your physical body, but it's like Kundalini is like you're feeding for your energetic body, your energetic body. And then you're also rebalancing all of your hormones, which Mm -hmm. is the governing force of our health. And you're also strengthening your nervous system, which allows you to actually deal with more and take on more, but not feel like you can't overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, I think that's why the practice found me um, because I had to learn to completely rebuild my nervous system. Um, Mm -hmm. I was so fried after consuming a lot of um, MDMA like mm-hmm. every week without allowing my brain to like properly heal itself and um, my my lightning incident and just having all these different situations and traumas and depression and all these things and so the practice in a way it's kind of like your story it finds you mm-hmm. you know and yeah. it's like you just have to be willing to be open to that and calling in more of that simplicity, calling in more of that alignment, mm-hmm. calling in that radiance and allowing mm-hmm. yourself to just follow that path. And give yourself entire, like entire permission, like 100 and a million percent permission, like whatever we would like to say it as, but like giving yourself so much permission to be vibrant mm-hmm. and to share and to radiate and to be, be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of our society has been taught like that it's conceited if you're too vibrant or, you know, you're this or that. And there's so much judgment. And like when you walk around and you see people, they're so dazed, you know, they're sleepwalking through their life because they've been taught for so long that don't speak too much, don't share too much, you know, don't be too loud, don't laugh too loud, don't giggle that much, like all of these things. And it's like, well, like what, what is gone on? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I think this has been part of the like claiming your power back and honoring your worth. Mm-hmm. And this is part of creating your reality is like taking responsibility for your energy. And like having those boundaries and taking care of yourself and using that and simplifying your life in a way that just, it feels more than enough. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we're such a society of instant gratification and, and uh, the more is more kind of mindset. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are waking up from that too right now. I feel so too. I go like less and less and less and less and can I have less? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's um, less and, stress, right? It's yeah. less energy that we have to navigate through and less things to manage. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's how I see it. I always, people always ask when, you know, when, when is the, the happiest, you know, when was it your peak of happiness or they'll like something around that. And I said, when I didn't own anything, but what was on my back and I was living in a van because it was simple. And now I've taken that and have taught myself how to still feel that. Um, but with a house now, um, and that was a big interesting journey because I felt so stagnant for so long. And I was like, Oh, I have to fill this thing now. Like, and I'm like, Ooh, like it felt heavy. 
And yeah, like, a, like and it, it was like a responsibility to yeah, have a lot of house. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that we can feel so incredibly, so incredibly full when we take care of ourselves, when we, that is our governing way of being is that we take care of ourselves so we can take care of others and we can come together and that, you know, what you have in the material world is actually truly just something and it doesn't define you. Um, That's part of that like worldly ish, like the, like being like worried about the world, like the way of the world, you know, and that's sometimes I think we forget that we're spiritual beings having that human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Often people do. And, and they just let the day to day, um, run them Mm -hmm. and they forget that they have choice Mm -hmm. and that they have choice and that they've created their reality and that you also have a choice to unravel that and then rediscover what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to change at any moment. It's okay to, to choose something different. Um, yeah. And just allowing yourself to have that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that's part of the way that you also like reclaim your power by like mm-hmm. honoring your, your boundaries in a way of what is the world telling me I need to be and how do I actually choose to be. Mm-hmm. in that yeah. way so I would love to, to work <laughs> yeah gosh well I would love to going back with like the bodies and the health because I know that's something I've been really focused on a lot lately um with like doing parasite flushes and eating mm. and all these things and I'm like doing a whole system reboot right now um so I'm like feeling the ups and downs you're feeling it all yeah I'm like shit like yesterday was a really challenging day I was like, fuck it, I'm moving out of the country for like a year. And then I was like, why am I running away? Like, that's not the answer. Like, you know, but that's where my mind went. So I really want to talk about what you're seeing with health. And there's so much because I feel like there's a lot more talk about um, the path of our cycles. There's so much more talk about gut health. I've had Robin Euclid on the podcast there's like all these different things because I feel like our physical health is a perfect representation as well of our financial health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our, when we look at, if we were to pull in all of the information of what our core is, what our, where the, what chakras lie there, what happens within this middle space of our body, um, it what do we do? We eat so that we assimilate food. So we eat to get this nutrients from this food. Well, I hope that's why you're eating um, to, to gain health and to gain nutrients and not just eating um, food that is um, empty food, we call it, like in, in nutrition, um, in a previous life of mine <laughs> as a holistic nutritionist, we, we'd call it as um, empty food. So food that actually doesn't give you anything in return, um, it just bogs your system down and you end up creating a lot more work for your body. So we take in this food um, or this drink or supplement to elevate our health and to do good. Um, and it's within what kind of structure we have. What is the 
what is the actual foundation of your core? Your core is where everything comes from. Your core is the seat of everything. It's the seat of also your finance, your financial wealth, your creation. It's the seat of self-esteem, your confidence. It's very, very close to the seat of groundedness and your safety. It's the seat of also your connection with if you're, you know, a woman with your womb and, you know, as a man. Um, so it's the seat of everything. Um, and if we don't have a strong, healthy core, we will have a imbalance within our giving and receiving energy of how we operate. So, um, giving, whether it's purchasing something or selling something and having something in return, because the actual assimilation of your body isn't healed. It isn't strong and it isn't, um, nourished. And so thinking about um, your financial situation as a reflection of your internal gut health. Um, and then for, for women specifically, I don't, um, I, I am not a man and I haven't delved into the masculine um, actual structures of what the man goes through. Um, but as a woman and experiencing the, the health of my womb space and the connection of that space is just as important as what we eat and how we eat and how we treat our body. It's, it's the seat of our creation. We create life from this space. And so these, the, all of these areas are all in one spot in our body. If we look at it, they're all in one spot it's in the midsection. Um, but a lot of entrepreneurs don't eat well. They don't even drink enough water in a day. Um, they're always on the go on their computers. Yeah. And they're just yeah. like getting the quick fix. So they're, they're going to be highly, um, you know, uh, lots of caffeine, lots of sugar, lots of like quick things, um, which I mean, there's a lot of healthy options we have nowadays that are quick and, but they're, they're within an auric food. Like they're within vibrancy of, of taking that, we should only be putting things into our body that creates more vibrancy. And so that means colors. And so if you're not eating a colorful, colorful regime, like if you're not eating ample amount of colors, then um, you're not going to be nourished. And then that means that there's going to be leakages or excess bacteria or certain ailments that come into the physical plane. And we have to remember that there's we have multiple energetic bodies that actually start to feel the imbalance before our physical body does. The physical body is the last spot of manifestation. Um, and the, the health, the seat of our health is our digestive system where we detox. So what are we letting go of? What aren't we letting go of in the physical world? Are we not letting go of a certain um, product or service because we're so incredibly attached to it because it makes some sort of income, but we're not within alignment anymore, but then you're also not detoxing and allowing your body to let go, or maybe your bowel movements, you don't even have a bowel movement, um, or it's like very long, the bowel in between bowel movements. And this is all a representation of the giving and receiving, just like what we do is we feed ourselves multiple times a day. Um, and then we're feeding our businesses, but we're so attached to the business because it gives you tangible results. It's giving you money, um, like numbers, right? It's giving you t these, these actual percentiles and you can see the growth, whereas your health, the only, the growth of what you see is how you feel. And it, what does it feel like? And you can't measure that. 
Mm-hmm. We can to a certain extent, but you yeah, can't measure that. Measure with your energy, you know, and that's where it's important for you to take a step back and recognize like the habits that you're doing, you know, yeah. what are you doing? And I'm, I'm writing my book right now. And that's what I was just writing about was talking about um, our worthiness is really tied into our habits. You know, people who believe that they're worthy of themselves, they're going to be investing their time, their money and their energy in themselves mm-hmm. yeah. and their habits, like healthy habits. Yeah. And, and it's really beautiful because when you, when you actually start to clean out your physical body Um, and you change your eating patterns and you um, start to eat healthier or you go on a certain cleanse because it's time to to really just um, amplify that space into because there's always there's layers right there's there's so many layers of our of our body Um, your whole business starts to shift you are able to receive more you're able to to actually ingest more information and more strategy so that you can evolve that space too. It's all in the seat of the same spot. And if we're not taking care of our health, then um, eventually the business will crumble because we are the foundation of it. Our gut is the foundation of our business. Um, It's just in a form that um, business strategy doesn't tell you so. It's not like put X, Y, and Z together and click this automated button and then you get this. It's like, well, you know, we're multi-dimensional beings and businesses like that too. But the first spot, if something's not happening in your business to look at your health and what have you been doing? And maybe sometimes it's okay. Like we all do this, like get distracted. And it's, it's just a point of focus to come back to. It's an access point for you to understand. Just a little detour. Just a little detour of something fun. <laughs> and, it, and it happens, right? Because we also eat food from all around the world if we travel. And, and that means I went through parasites. Um, it's very normal. And it's not to, to feel shameful or guilty or um, not, not guilty, but shame or pain or embarrassment or anything like that if you're experiencing a certain um, symptom. Mm-hmm. because that was really that's hard gonna, for me. That's just going to make it worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how is yeah. that? That's not the loving kindness that your body no. is craving. Like, I think that's the thing, especially as business people, like we we're so we can be so hard on ourselves because we feel oh, like we have such a mission to do on this planet and like the world relying on us to show up fully. And then because of that, if we feel like we're not um, – meeting like to the standard that we see ourselves, that's where the shame can come through yeah and for women with their hormones and their relationship with their womb you know uh, many and this doesn't go for every woman but many many women don't even know what it's like to have a cycle to have a to actually be connected to her cycle to to be feel liberation within experiencing her cycle and to to love her cycle to love her womb space um, it's i didn't grow up like that i was told okay here get on birth control you're not really like experiencing a cycle and you you know you you have a boyfriend now so you just need to be on birth control that was it that was the end of the conversation you know, and my mom yeah, was just going, then, well, I don't want my daughter to get pregnant while she's in high school. So like, yeah, let's put you on birth control. You know, like that was just her level mm-hmm. of awareness and not all women go through that. Um, but it's taken me seven years 
I've been on the journey of this for over seven years mm-hmm. of getting off the cycle and rebalancing and actually understanding. And, and I've went through um, many, many things within this space um, that some women might never experience. Um, but I, I had to experience those to actually listen to what my womb was saying. Yeah. Like here, Brit, here's a little nudge. It was like, this is what we're going to give you. And you're going to now listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. I know with me growing up with my cycle, I've always, I had like really, really painful cycles since mm. I first had my first cycle where I'm like projectile vomiting. I'm like, I can't move all these things. And it wasn't until I started to really honor my womb space and listen to what she was telling me and started to eat healthier and respect myself better that I could actually start to function <laughs> when yeah. I had my moon, which I never was, I wasn't able to do that for over 14 years, you know, like maybe mm. even, even longer. Um, so that's been a really fascinating space. And it's really, it's a really hot topic right now with women, like getting their IUDs out and they're getting off birth control and they're, they're, they're tracking their cycles. They're so waking up. Yeah. They're remembering what it's about. And I think there's also, um, even just the, the talking about waking up, what we're putting in, you know, like the idea of like toxic tampons and mm-hmm. how what's going inside and how that's, you know, creating what it has. And um, PCOS is kind of on the rise right now. And all of these different things that our womb is trying to tell us to create. I also think it's a huge part of uh, why children are kind of also not really coming in as well too. Cause a lot of people are having a hard time getting pregnant and it's because mm-hmm. there's they, hormones in our water. It's in some, yeah. you know, even men can experience hormonal changes because of the actual artificial hormones that are in our water. Cause they don't break down. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, the importance of this space is the one thing that we all carry. It's the one magic and creative space. It holds all of our ancestral patterns of where we've come from. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, and the pituitary gland too. Mm-hmm. Right? So the pituitary glands what's secreting our hormones and a yeah. lot of our pituitary and our pineal glands have been kind of skewed based yeah. off of these hormones in our food and which has actually hindered us from tapping into our intuition, which Mm -hmm. I feel is where business is really shifting as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, we've been taught to be quiet. It's like the whole world is like, Oh, let's not have people wake up because when they wake up, they're going to actually express their truth Mm -hmm. and they're going to actually stand there within their, their boundaries. And they're going to stand there within what actually resonates the most and they're going to use their voice and they're going to change this world and they're going to change all of it. And so I feel like it's just been a big cover up. Unlike if we have too many people that have been waking up, then oh dear, like things are gonna happen. Well, thank God people society. are waking up. But people are waking up. And it's beautiful because when we wake up, we serve more. We selfless serve like we we serve more. And um we have our power and we understand and we create more of a homeostasis, you know, the balance within the body and within our environment and within our community. And that each time we do that, 
And each time a woman goes off of the pill, she's choosing herself and she's choosing her entire being. Hmm. And when a woman does that, then... It's really powerful to be a woman in this time. I know there's a lot of things that we're going through, but it's also seeing like what's happening and seeing uh, people really like taking a stand and really speaking their truth and using their voice. I love it. Like I love hearing a woman get um, like use her voice and stand up for something so incredibly strongly about what she believes in. Mm -hmm. I love it whether I like a, have any opinion or anything to war. I just love seeing it. I have nothing. I don't have an opinion or judgment. I just love witnessing it and going, yes, like that's what it's about. Um, Let's just hope they're educated when they're saying what they're saying. Yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) Let's hope they're educated and they actually aren't just like following Facebook ad little posts or something like that. But, um, but you know, within a woman seeing her truth and actually witnessing the energy of where it comes from, because you can hear it. Mm-hmm. In their voice. You this can conviction. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. conviction is what speaks. And I feel like whether whatever side you're on with your beliefs, like we need to be having these conversations where we can also hear each other out and share yeah. share those passions, you know. And this is the Aquarian age is a time of cooperation and community. So we can't mm-hmm. continue to dive these wedges and drive these wedges between us just because of, you know, difference of opinion if we don't hear each other out as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very interesting space. And yeah, I I feel like a lot of women are really fired up right now. Mm -hmm. Like this is definitely the year of the woman, but we, with that, we have to also make sure that we're honoring the men as well. Mm Because a lot of men are cutting through a lot of shit, especially around feelings, you know, Mm -hmm. and shaming, you know, like big boys don't cry and all of these feelings that are perfectly human to feel. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting like renaissance that's kind of happening right now and seeing how, you know, how can we continue to come together and support each other with that? And Mm -hmm. it's what's making business very specific right now too. Like it's a lot more um, focused, you know, it's a lot more Mm -hmm. intentioned and really honed in, but how do you see business and entrepreneurship shifting right now? I feel that business is shifting into a space of feeling, Mm -hmm. um, into a space of allowing yourself to actually be and to, to truly wake up from what you are doing and what energy that you're putting into. Um, So where your energy is going and if there's an imbalance of what is truth to you, that people are shifting and that's why you see so many people starting their own businesses and, or even just changing jobs or, um, you know, people live mm-hmm. even one career for the next, because there's a truth of, um, people want to be devoted to what truth is to them. They want to be devoted to what, um, feels good so that they have purpose in their life and they're not just living this. Complacency. Um, like, yeah. And they're not yeah. just, um, there's, I see business moving into um, 
a space of also deep unity together. Um, I feel like I witness a lot of people coming together within the same competitive market or whatever you would like to call it. But, you know, you'll see two um, juice, like organic cold pressed juice businesses come together and collaborate on this certain event. Whereas a lot of times, um, especially where we where I've been more witnessing, there's a lot of separation between even yoga studios and, and um, these places of unity, right? These places of really great intention. Um, but there's this like underlying fear and scarcity. And I feel like people are really waking up into the truth of like, this is why I'm doing it because this is what feels good. And I want to, I want to be part of the, these people because we're going to lift everything up together. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also feel like people are really, really understanding that it is taught. It is like so, so, so incredibly important to stop exchanging time for money and that you don't have to go and give someone your eight hours for that X amount of money. And there's different ways to cultivate the wealth so that you can deepen your understanding of your body. Feel so like what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, what does that look like to you? Oh, like for time and money exchange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel as though there's awakening of different creative ways to generate um, the income um, to serve in a deeper way to serve more people because we have this, we have a platform of the internet, which is global and that we can serve first serve our our community, but in a global scale now, um, which then creates a shift of time management because you can create now products and services and courses and reach more people. So you're not even thinking about your your marketplace really because it's not like, oh, I only have a community of X amount of people that live in my town or my city and that's all that my community goes to. So I, I feel like there's this awakening within, I see it in businesses, in brick and mortar businesses here. Here, that they're starting to tap into going, oh, wait, how can I better serve my community, but in a way that doesn't exchange as much time for me to give them the value? Um, so just really different creative ways, truly. That's what it relates to me. It's different creative ways, right? Because we can, we, we are in a space where we can collaborate with people now and we can lift each other up by supporting each other and having that exchange honor honor each other's strengths like yeah my strengths would probably be different than your strengths so let's yeah. collaborate and create a super strength you know yeah like super strength i love yeah. that and it's like um allowing you giving yourself permission to also be compensated for the for the work and the recommendations you give mm -hmm. to people. And um, people love that because then it's a trusted community. Definitely. But there's yeah. so many ways we can create income now and people are waking up to, oh, I don't have to go work for this other person that I'm building their wealth and I'm just getting X amount. And people are so worthy of way more. Yeah. And that, it goes all back do. to that worthiness of like how you respect mm -hmm. yourself. How are you treating yourself? How are you honoring yourself? Yeah. The and if you want to go work for someone, you can do that too. Definitely. I'd love someone to come and be my assistant as one again, <laughs> please. <laughs> Calling out, right? <laughs> Calling out. Come on. Yeah. Call it sure. in. Call it in. Um, 
And so that's where I see it. I see that people are starting to actually understand that um, there's no need to work the way we used to work in the generations before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know like, you know, a lot of our parents' generations and stuff, they've worked for companies for like 40 years. Yeah, my dad's that. It's wild. And they're like, oh, you guys, you are always fleeting and moving. It's, but I feel like the generations from now on, that's what it's going to be as well. Yeah. Because we understand the preciousness of time. And mm-hmm. so we're going to honor what most values, you know, what values our time, what, what experiences actually values our time and also honoring the worthiness of what of our compensation for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it a lot in um, in sacred businesses, yoga teachers and Reiki practitioners and holistic nutritionists, and psychics, and people um, that are coming from you know th- their channeling and their service is being channeled from their heart center up, right? They're channeling, mm-hmm. um, they're working with spirit very very intimately. And, um, they, but they don't charge, they don't charge the physical currency, which we all deal with is money, um, because it's of a greater purpose and it's of a greater service. Um, but then they're, they're left in a situation where, you know, they might not have savings in there to maybe eventually just not work or, you know, they don't have the ability to invest in themselves or, you know, there, there's certain sacrifices that they're making and they're not being compensated for their true divine work that they're actually providing someone. So how can um, people start to shift their perception about money? Mm, cleaning up your gut. <laughs> um, really, really like there's so, I mean, I can think of like six different things that someone would need to, um, to start working with. But the biggest thing is starting to look at money as infinitely abundant, no matter what your situation is and to bless every, every interaction, because that raises your vibration and that will call in more, um, more opportunities and really diving deep into your gut health and your worth. And why are you charging what you're charging? And what does that business formula look like to you so that you can, you know, give back to the way that you want to, you can invest into yourself. And so there's many different pillars of it that would need to be, um, would need to be looked at so that you do create a whole whole business like one that's holistic like holy like full on and full round and circular Mm -hmm. um but it's as simple as just shifting your perception of what money is and that there is no lack we don't um my partner he he's amazing he goes brit and we're on our walk and he he's like look at how many blades of grass there are how abundantly we don't go walking around thinking, Oh dear, the blades of grass are disappearing or our breath is, you know, there's like, Oh, I got like, I got to stop breathing. You know, I, there's lack of breath or, you know, we don't, we just, we know it's infinite, but why have we been telling ourselves that money can't be infinite in our life, that we can't be highly compensated. I think a lot of it's also ancestral. It's like unconscious. Yeah, it is. We like, Two generations from a lot of people that listen to this, our grandparents were the Great Depression, you know? So it's really not that far away and it skips a generation, a lot of things too. So I think that's why 
um, we as young adults, you know, like we are, we're the, we're like clearing through a lot of this as mm -hmm. well is because that was in our DNA. You yeah. Know? That's what I know. That's for me what the practice of Kundalini yoga has really helped me really transmute is. I was about to mention that too, like Kundalini and womb health. Yeah. Like really looking at your womb. Um, we went, we experienced, um, this is my third angel baby um, in summer. And the amount of ancestral healing that I have moved through this third time is like no other. And if I wasn't pulled into that space based off of the experience we, we went through this summer, um, I, I don't know if I would have reached the level of um, awareness of the generations and the ancestral patterns um, of why of what was happening, right? Like listening to our grandma and, and um, my grandma, she, she's 92 and she talks about just her whole life and really seeing that as such beautiful, beautiful knowledge and something so sacred to keep in your heart, but know that it's not yours anymore. Like it isn't ours. And so I was experiencing these ancestral healing moments where I'm like this, what I'm feeling isn't mine, but it's from a lineage. It's from someone that is tied to me. Because people don't understand also when you do the work, you really heal seven generations behind you. And if yes. you are the pattern disruptor, you are healing the seven generations after you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so doing that, and it can be simple as um, just getting curious with how you interact with it every single day. Mm -hmm. um, I had uh, a client um, and dear friend, she, I asked her to clean out her wallet last night I said you need to go and clean out your wallet and take it into your room into your ritual and and create a sacred like create your practice that you do with your yoga and your breath but do this with your wallet now and I want you to clean out your wallet and take out anything that doesn't feel good I want you to bless every single card you use put in gemstones or affirmations something that feels good whether it's a photo maybe just whatever feels really abundant to you and I want you to bless your wallet. And every time you use that wallet, see this as an exchange as a, a, and as a service to, to give and to receive and that it's always infinite, just like our breath. And regardless of the numbers, I said, just feel into that. And she woke up and she told me today on the phone that she had four other people inquire and two other collaborations come through and um, another order come through. In the morning, Amazing. you know, and so by feeling that and realizing that it doesn't actually, it doesn't have to be the deep ancestral as well. You, we, you're going to have to go there one time, like you will go there and you're going to have to deal with that. Um, but you can start to shift it by these little rituals of how you interact with it because you are doing that cellular shifting of the seven generations behind and the seven forward. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, and that's what, I, that's what I've been doing with Mending the Lineage. My 40-day uh, Kundalini activation is just because, like, the peace begins with us, right? Mm -hmm. And so us taking that responsibility and having that choice that it ends here. And also, you know, if you're – if I think the biggest thing, too, is 
your actions speak so much louder than words. And mm-hmm. if you are like around your family and you're radiating your truth, your satnam, and you're in this space, it's going to be really fascinating to see your family members being like, what is she doing? Or what is he doing? Like, mm-hmm. I want to know what the secret is. And that's how we start to really shift our lineage and heal is just by us taking that action and then the family seeing that something has shifted and then that curiosity being sparked mm-hmm. and then that what really allows them to feel comfortable to also dive in because there's a lot deeper layers that they are working through as well that they yeah. that are you know more mm-hmm. years on us and mm-hmm. my dad um he he always goes but you've always been able to manifest whatever you've wanted. And I want to know how. And he literally spoke these words to my mom when they were down in Mexico. They go there every year and they were down and my mom called me and she said, you would never guess what dad just asked me. (laughs) Um, And it's cool because, and that's the power of if we live within our truth and when we walk our path, Yes, it's uncomfortable and there's this fear of change because you might lose someone or, you know, you can get caught up in that. But it's if you walk your truth and you walk your path, you will, they will, they will ask. Like I could have been like, oh, you know, I can't do that. Or um, I, you know, speaking something to my father or mother that that doesn't align with them. No, it's about just doing it because it feels good. Um, And even with my partner, we do this, like it's, if it feels really, really good for one of us, um, obviously playing that dance, but that it it's meant to happen and that we both need to surrender and allow that person. Cause then we, um, allow more to, more to be cultivated in others. So when I saw, when I just kept walking my path and walking my truth and my parents not really understanding why I needed to do what and why I like left when I was 18 across the world that um, now they see it and they're like, ah, that's, she needed to do that. And there's no resistance. It's the trusting of self. Trusting of self. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting yourself and walking your truth, knowing that when you walk your truth, you're going to allow someone else to walk their truth. Um, And it, and you might never know. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. But that's where we start to heal this planet and we start to evolve our consciousness is that when we do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what permeates out. And I think also mm-hmm. with the shift in business is that people have a higher bullshit meter too. So yeah. people are able to be like, mm, that's not like resonating with me or like, mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. There's something in my eye. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, and I know you have like your membership um, portal mm-hmm. just opened and talking about that. What's the intention with that? Yeah, it's called the space between mm-hmm. and it's, um, the space between the, the business strategy, the actual systems and structure that we use to help ground the creative energy and help to take what our creative energy is and put it into the manifestation of this physical plane. Um, so it's all about the systems and strategy and um, soulmate work, you know, your soulmate client work and, and that. And, and then it's also the ritual and the auric field and the energy systems with Kundalini, cacao, um, our gut health. And it's the space between um, the breath, just like that pause. That's, that's where it comes 
through for me is it's the pause in between and that dance of balance. And so it's going to be um, a space where you can access practices and rituals, um, worksheets for your mindset, um, moving through blockages, limiting beliefs, um, really understanding your gut health, um, work around money and gut health. Um, and then also the, the business strategy of how to do live trainings and webinars and those, those aspects of online businesses. Um, and it's, it's going to just be this portal where you can come in and hop in and um, do the, do the practice of the inner work or the physical system work as well. Um, and so that's going to be coming out here before the end of the year. Um, and so we'll have all of the, the links in the show notes, but it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm deeply, this has been cultivating for quite a while and, um, to be able to be of service in a way that someone can tap into that energy and work with me, um, in a more intimate space, but whenever, um, feels just so incredibly, um, so incredibly magical. Mm, Yeah. Okay, so to wrap up, well, also, like, real fast on talk, you also have your podcast, How to Be, right? Yeah. Started how that, to, too. Mm-hmm. So How to Be is um, uh, all states of being, and it's all about the unraveling conversation and stories that get left out in our journey. Um, so we have everyone from... Um, just always being. I have so many beautiful, incredible, um, a lot of women. We're getting some brothers on the the, the episode awesome. here. We're going to have some brother episodes here because I feel so deeply into the divine masculine. And I really, really want to cultivate that conversation. But it's really about celebration of always of being um, because that's, that's just... I like just life, right? You yeah. just gotta come all together and just be. <laughs> Definitely. So, you know, you but I hear you too with like having the brothers on. That's why I shift to from uh Sovereign Society podcast to Sovereign I mean Sovereign Goddess podcast to Sovereign Society because uh, I also didn't want to feel like I was exclusive, you know, and mm. that kind of thing. So I hear you with that. Yeah, it's amazing that we attract, you know, like I attract sisters. Mm-hmm like always, but I've been, I've been calling in the brothers and I keep having all these brothers appear and it's so beautiful. And I'm like, okay, can we all come on the podcast now? Because the, the sisters needs the brothers on the podcast. There's balance. That's part of the balance. It is. Cause we're, yeah. we, we have no matter if we're walking in a physical, um, the physical reality of a woman or a man in this, in this world right now. Um, we, we dance with both, um, your sense of compassion too and understanding. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I have the podcast and, um, and then the subscription launching here. Amazing. Okay. So let's do some lightning round questions. I love to ask at the end of every interview, what does sovereignty mean to you? Mm. Stillness is coming through. Mm. Hmm. Powerful. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Perfect. Stillness. Uh, what would you say has been a really powerful animal totem for you lately? The swan. The swan. I've never heard that one on this episode. What about the swan that's been powerful? I feel like the swan is just, has so much grace and the swan, um, is just flowing and moving 
through whatever is presented with least resistance. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of grace there. Um, Swan is, to me, also represents the divine mother of um, right now, I'm a mother to many things, but not to a little earth child. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Okay. So what would you share with younger Brittany? Just go for it. Just go for it. That's what I would share. I, I felt so incredibly held back to share my truth. So just to go and express and to dance and to never, ever, ever, never dim your light. The sun doesn't dim their light. The sun doesn't. Mm-hmm. Sun never dims. Totally. Just shining. Yes. Mm-hmm. Permission to keep shining. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, what would you share with someone who is listening now that's just coming from your heart, whether whatever is arising based off what we shared and talked about today? To never underestimate the truth of what you can create in your life and to, to just keep moving one step forward and to do the work because the work is what's going to allow you to actually witness what is truly out there for you and that you are so incredibly worthy of witnessing everything that you want. Hmm. Amazing. And you and to Kundalini, yeah. And to do to come practice Kundalini, please. Yeah. You can like breath of fire and just let us know what that how that supports you. Yeah. Um, amazing. So where can we find more? I know all the show notes, it's all below, but where else can we find you? Brittany, um Brittany C. Reed on Instagram. That's where uh I seem to be dancing the most in right now. I'm always on Instagram stories sharing all the things about food, womb business, all of it, money, all of those things, Kundalini. Mm. Um, that, that is the, the space where you'll find me the most. Um, I do have a website, brittanyreed.ca. And also on Facebook, um, we have a private Facebook group, Sacred Millionaire. And um, this is where we bridge the gap between the, the money and the sacred, the sacredness. And knowing that you can walk a sacred life with um, being as wealthy as a million billionaire, whatever you want. Um, and I have created that space is to give people full permission that um, they can have their sacred life of ceremony and of depth of truth and walking within their practice. Um, but they can also have the wealth of any, any size. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, I do free. I do like live trainings, and I hop on and I drink a bunch of coffee, like coffee or reishi or chaga or or cacao or tea. So <laughs> different, different mugs, and and it's a fun place. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing all of your wisdom and for being another one of my Wahe Guru sisters here, mm-hmm. and uh, for doing the work and really helping people take ownership of their energy, honor their bodies, and understand that you could have whatever it is you desire. And so true. 
It's you can have whatever it is you desire. There's nothing stopping you but you and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in and keep us in flow with what, you know, with how, if you've experienced Kundalini yoga, if you're finally like, fine, now it's time for me to dive in. Let yes. us know. Yes. Please <laughs> let us know. It'll come. change your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come. And it's, it's all about dabbling, you know, just try mm-hmm. it out. Like, and if it doesn't resonate, it's all good, mm-hmm. you know, but just experience. And I'll tell you that it, it's probably going to resonate really deeply, <laughs> but Definitely. yes, please share. Thanks. Yeah. So I love receiving direct messages and private messages. I, you will get a video response back. So if, um, if anyone has any question at any time, I'm here. Yay. We're all in this together, right? We are. We rise together. Yes. <laughs> we've got you. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll be seeing you soon. Take care. Satnam. Lovely was that episode with Brittany. I mean, we're in February now and I know the momentum is alive and thriving for people who are ready to build their business. And like I've been sharing with you, like, people on the podcast before have shared with you and Brittany shared with you in this episode kundalini is the future of business and i'm excited to continue to bring people to help support you as a resource and to also continue to support you on this journey as i continue embarking on the path of helping you become an conscious entrepreneur a conscious entrepreneur say that fast five times a conscious entrepreneur because this is the time for you to revolutionize humanity by unleashing your medicine with the world and so take care of your gut and do the practice and honor what you truly desire and let's support each other in it many thanks to my dear sister Brittany for coming on and having this powerful conversation with me it's so fun to be able to connect with other kundalini yogis who just get it they just get it And so thank you to her for being so vulnerable and open about sharing her journey. And uh, if you love this episode, I invite you to leave a review. Tag us on Instagram at Brittany Reed, Brittany C. Reed. Or you can tag me at Sabrina Riccio and, of course, tag Sovereign Society Podcast. And we'll share with our audience and with all of you who's tuning in and your love and support. And I look forward to see how this journey continues to unfold for you. I just feel that this is the year that we get to really actualize what it is we desire. And especially for the millennials out there, just this is our chance to create our destiny, co-create our destiny and to take responsibility for our lives, to build the life that we desire, that we truly desire. It's possible. All things are possible when you commit to yourself, when you believe in yourself when you do the work and when you serve. And this is why we're here. We're all here to serve humanity. So thank you again for tuning in. Let us know what you thought. And we'll be looking forward to seeing you and hearing from you soon. Take care. Sanam.